0: And welcome to another episode of the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DK I'm Chris Carter, he's Dale Lolly talking all things Steelers. Day one of Steelers Minicamp is in the books. You're hearing this on what would be day two of the steel of Steelers Minicamp on the Wednesday of the week. But Dale, we got some opportunities to talk to some guys, some really important people um on day one uh at least when you when it comes to the Steelers uh was our first time talking to T.J. Watt we got to hear from Terrell Edmonds of course T.J. Watt declined to comment about you know assigning his uh you know about what negotiations are for his future contract uh Terrell Edmonds talked about not getting a fifth year option but staying motivated um but the more interesting things we got to talk to both coordinators and you wrote a piece about Matt Canada where you know he talked about ben roethlisberger and you know the offense still needing to hear his voice and his vision and a lot of people that seem to respond to those comments about ben roethlisberger and you know it need you know them needing to do things that ben wants to do as if matt canada is just another placeholder at offensive coordinator so here we are again people saying oh he's just randy feekner 2.0 but that's not exactly what what all those comments went meant.
1: Let's put it this way, Chris. There's not a coach who is, has been employed for more than, say, three years who runs a team or who does things that his team can't do mm-hmm. or that his players can't do. So the, the whole idea that they should somehow come out and, I guess, run the, uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens offense – with ben Roethlisberger, I, I guess that's what people want. Who are criticizing Canada for for adjusting what he does to to Roethlisberger's uh, skill set? I mean, if, if they did try to do that, these are the same people who would be crushing them for all. Oh, oh, yes. This is just stupid. It, have a little common sense, people. A li- just a, a modicum of common sense. There's it, here's the, the perfect analogy for this is to me, Rich Rodriguez gets hired at Michigan after mm-hmm. his stint at West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Michigan is getting five-star recruits at the time, offensive linemen, five-star offensive linemen recruits. Mm-hmm. And so they could run the football. Rodriguez's offense, the, the spread offense, right. well, he came up with that because the schools that he was at couldn't get mm-hmm. the five-star offensive lineman so he wanted to spread the field to be able to compete against the bigger stronger teams he had a bigger stronger team at Michigan but he blew it up because he had to run his offense he couldn't just adjust to what his players did best he had to run his offense and they won two games that year Mm -hmm. and he got fired in three years this is what happens when coaches try to play their system or use their system. It's all about their system instead of you know, coaching the players that you have. Any good coach will coach the players that they have. You don't try to, to pound a square peg into a round hole. That's stupid. Yeah, It doesn't work. So the people criticizing Matt Canada for this are completely off base. Of course, he's going to do what Ben Roethlisberger can do best. Ben Roethlisberger is his quarterback. Your quarterback touches the ball on every play. You're not going to ask Ben Ben Roethlisberger to run the read option. That's silly. So I, I don't know. I I think people complain just to complain.
0: This is very true. That happens all the time, especially when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, but, I mean, that that's the ultimate thing here, right? Like, yes, Matt Canada is going to work more things that he likes to see. He talked – Well, I thought the most interesting thing that he talked about was the matchups and trying to find more times where they can use matchups to their advantage, which is something that we talked about just last week when we were talking about how other teams get receivers matched up on linebackers uh, for the Steelers and how that became a problem, but also how the Steelers do that to other teams. He's talking about, like, hey, we're trying to find ways to find more creative ways to get – Players in situations where they're going to succeed more. But that doesn't mean that you force Ben Roethlisberger to be someone that he's not. And does it mean that maybe you're like, hey, Ben, I know you like to do maybe one or two things here with the short passing game. We're going to limit how many times you do that because you're going to run the football. And he did make a major point about that. And to me, Dale, when people are talking about, oh, this is, it means nothing's going to change. Wait a second. Matt Canada is saying we're going to run the football. That's really what the Steelers need beyond everything already,
1: else. We've already heard multiple of the offensive linemen talk about how, hey, we're going to be firing off the ball more this year. We're going to be getting downfield. So no, they're not doing exactly what they did last year. Uh, to suggest that they're going to, when the team drafted an, a, a running back in the first round, it has offensive linemen talking about how, no, we're going to be we're going to be firing off the ball more. There are, 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 you can run offense in in any way. Um, You know, uh, people saying, well, if they're going to use more play action, I guess they won't be running as much shotgun. You can play action out of the shotgun. Uh, It it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Go back and watch video of Roethlisberger from from 10 years ago. They play action. But you have to have somebody that bites on the play action because you have to have a running game. Right. The Steelers haven't had a running game in the last three years. James Conner was not a running game. No. And so, to, to, you know, to you have to have a back that threatens the defense. If that doesn't happen, you can run play action until you're blue in the face. The defense isn't going to bite on it. You can you can do things, you know, and set things up that, that show some kind of running attack, but teams aren't going to bite on it because they have no respect for your running game. So, you know, I, I do think there are going to be changes to this offense. I do think it's, it. yes, Ben Roethlisberger is going to have a, a, a say in what they do, but that doesn't mean it's just going to be, oh, it's just going to be Ben out there calling plays all the time. Or if he is, here's the thing. When he's calling plays, A, he's going to call what he's comfortable with and what he's comfortable with doing. And, and B, that's what Canada is going to want him to do. He's not going to ask him to do things that he can't do. Right. And, and C, um, you know, that's always been the case. I don't care what offensive coordinator Roethlisberger has had. He is the guy throwing the football. Mm-hmm. He's the guy with the football in his hands. So you can drop the best play in football and have seven guys running wide open all over the field. But if the quarterback doesn't throw the ball, it's not a good play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's all about the quarterback. Every team in the league, everyone, all 32. Their offense is based on what their quarterback can do, what he can see. That's the thing, the key part to what Canada says, we're going to do what Ben sees. Okay. So if, if Roethlisberger is seeing those, those wide open guys and throws the football, that's a good play. Mm-hmm. If you have those three guys running open wide open on the back side of the play and he, he's looking on the strong side and they're on the weak side. Um, it's not, it wasn't a good play because he, you know, he didn't get through his progressions to see it. Um, you know, it's all about the quarterback. It's is a quarterback driven league. Yeah. Always has been, always will be. So to suggest for people to suggest again that 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 somehow the Steelers are screwing up here by running their offense through Ben Roethlisberger is ludicrous.
0: And and, and see, here's the thing. I think a great comparison is what Todd Haley did for Ben Roethlisberger. Todd Haley didn't make Ben Roethlisberger. Do a you know drop a whole bunch of new plays and do a bunch of things he did like what he did make Ben Ro- get Ro- Ben Roethlisberger to do was get the ball out quicker,
1: see he- the field differently. Uh, yes, you know take the take the checkdown. The checkdowns is mm-hmm. okay because for years, you know w- when it was Bruce Arians running the offense, it was hey we got to go downfield, go downfield, go downfield. Well, he's getting killed doing that. Mm-hmm. And so Haley came in with the with the mantra, much like Canada has the you know the, the 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 demand that he run the football more haley came in with a demand from art rooney that we got to keep ben roethlisberger upright mm-hmm. and a way to do that is to use the backs more in the, in the passing game to get to use the short passes and he did that and it has extended ben roethlisberger's career now you you've got a, a, a you know a, a coming down from the owner and, and i don't know where this thing came has come up where uh i, I saw this a couple of times now obviously somebody who wasn't listening to what was said and how it was said. Mm -hmm. But uh, I saw the story out there saying Art Rooney told uh, Matt Canada that they have to run the football more. That's not what he said at all. Mm -hmm. He said they, they have a, I, he may have said it. He said it. First of all, he said it publicly. Right. (laughs) Secondly, you know, Mike Tomlin does the hiring there and he, you know, Rooney relays the message to Art Rooney or to, to, uh, to Mike Tomlin, who then relays it to Canada. I don't know that anything was said to Canada one way or the other. It could have been. It could not have been. But I, I, he didn't say it. that's not exactly what he said, even though it's being, being reported out there by people who weren't on the conference call. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got a mandate from ownership from the top on down to run the football.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Steelers used a first-round draft pick. On a running back. They're not going to not use the guy. Right. That's, that's, that's career suicide. So yeah, they're going to run the football more.
0: Right. And that's, and, and that's the whole thing here is that running the football will bring the balance. And then you can, and then that's the thing is, then you can trust Ben's eyes more often because, well, you know, last year we saw things start to break down in his decision making. Part of it was his arm, you know, and him saying, you know, he threw the ball a thousand times before the season even started and that broke down things for him. So, yeah, like what you want to do is just limit the amount of times he has to do that all season long. And because you saw when you had the balance, when everything was, was there for the team they were a real offensive threat. They were, they started off the season very strong offensively when they, when they found their rhythm early on, they just lost their rhythm because you couldn't, they couldn't maintain, they couldn't find consistency. Teams the
1: adjusted game. to, yeah, teams adjusted to what they were doing and how they mm-hmm. were doing it. And they had no counter punch because the running backs just weren't good. Right. You could sell this however you want to sell it. But the bottom line is that the running backs just weren't very good. Exactly. Now they are. Presumably, now we get, you get Najee Harris in there. You get a guy with some pedigree. Uh, presumably, that will be much better.
0: Yeah, and, and and like you said earlier, with the with the offensive lineman blocking more aggressively and aggressively in the sense that they're, they're delivering the
1: blow and accept, instead of accepting it.
0: Right. Exactly. Because what, what you know, the core for even talked about this the other week when he said, like, you know, we were taking like two steps off the ball and then like kind of just holding our position or sealing our man. Now-
1: Which is great when you have Levy on Bell.
0: Exactly. Works
1: perfectly when, when all you want to do for Levy on Bell is set screens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work as well for James Conner or Benny Snell who need somebody to firing off the football.
0: Right. And they need those open spaces, they need to run that power style of offense it just didn't work out for them. But now you get Najee Harris. Now you get this aggressive line and you get a young, so you get a young, some youngsters on that line that could, that could prevent potentially provide you with a boost to get that run game going again, all around giving Ben Roethlisberger better opportunities to throw the ball, which when, then you'll do what you'll trust what he sees, which is all that Matt Canada was trying to say when he was talking yesterday on his zoom call to, to the Pittsburgh media. So Chill out, y'all. It ain't that it ain't that big a deal. But I do. I did like I I did like him basically breaking it down the way he did, just saying like, hey, these are the things we're going to try to do, you know, with Ben Roethlisberger. And we still trust him again. If they didn't trust him, they wouldn't have brought him back. You know, they wouldn't have been saying like, hey, let's work a pay cut to make sure that you're still our number our number one quarterback with some more talent around you. There's that trust there. And then we will see how it develops for the rest of the year. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back. I want to talk some of the things that we heard from Keith Butler and the defense yesterday? We'll do that right after this break. back here on the lolly carter Steelers podcast i'm chris carter here with dale lolly continuing our discussion here with day one of minicamp in the books we got to talk to their coordinators now we talked a whole bunch about what matt canada actually meant in his talk about ben roethlisberger and who controls the offense and what who you know what you're trying to style your offense to do now defensively a few things here dale one thing that terrell Edmonds said when he talked when he was talked to this morning or yesterday morning was that, you know, when when asked about like roles in the secondary when it comes to especially the safeties, he talked about if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Mike Fitzpatrick used those same words when he was asked about what changes might be coming uh, to the defense there. And I, I get this sense that's kind of what the feeling is across the board for the Steelers defense. You still got T.J. Watt. You still got Cam Hayward. Stephon to Um, Joe Hayden, makeup is Patrick Terrell Edmonds, Devin Bush will be back. You know, yes, you're, you're, you're hoping Alex Highsmith steps up. Yes. You're hoping Cam Sutton fills in well, and that you get another, a third corner option out there. And then a few more depth guys step up this year. There's, so there's still questions, but the core of that defense is there. And it seems like the main thing right now is finding those depth pieces, finding those guys who step up, or if they don't step up, finding the answers in free agency with Keith Butler kind of signaled uh, in his talking to us yesterday.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're always looking for pieces. Um, you know, you're looking for uh, the, especially the depth pieces. They have, they have some cash right now. It's just a matter of who do you sign that, that fills those needs uh, and they want to see what they have. This is a really, this mini camp is their first chance to see what it all looks like altogether. They haven't had everybody on the field together, uh, yeah. You know, for, for any of the OTA sessions, and you know they were missing Stefan it today. Uh, you know, unfortunately, his, his brother was killed in a hit and run accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, so he was excused. Uh, you know, from the session today, you know what you have there. But this was the first opportunity they the coaching staff had had, had to have everybody together on the field. Watt was there. Hayden was there. You know, those, are, those have been guys that they said, hey, just go ahead. Don't, you don't need to be here for the, uh, the OTA sessions. Do your thing on your own and, and be, get yourselves ready. You trust those guys. They're veteran players, and so you, you trust them to do what they need to do to, to get ready. So this was your first opportunity to get a chance to see everybody. They'll look at these three days. They'll assess it, and then they'll look at the free agent market again. There'll be guys cut loose here before training camp starts. Uh, you know, there'll be there'll be more guys. You know, Joe Hayden was released at, in the last wave of, uh, of of cuts a few years ago. That's how they got him. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always looking to, for that upgrade and they'll they'll figure it out. They'll they'll it may even take a couple of preseason games where they take a look at the at the, at the depth pieces at outside linebackers, or you have an injury, mm-hmm. a key injury. You can't make that move too quickly because you've only got so much money to spend. You know, so you have to kind of pick and choose your spot here. So, you know, is it a, you know, is it an outside linebacker? Is it another safety? Is it, you know, a cornerback? All those things are on the table, but you can't do all of them. So it's going to have to be, you know, a, a piece that fits the puzzle correctly. That's the key here. You can't, again, you're trying to get the most bang for your buck, uh, and you want to see who progressed and who didn't this off season? That's the big thing. I mean, you know, for all they know, you know, could um, you know could Ulysses Gilbert, uh, mm-hmm. you know, suddenly mm-hmm. stay healthy? Now all of a sudden your your inside linebacker depth doesn't look so bad. You know, is Antoine Brooks a viable candidate for more playing time? Now all of a sudden your depth in the secondary isn't isn't quite so bad. Maybe he can go down and play the slot. There's all kinds of situations there. Are guys who who are heading into that second year or some third-year players who didn't get a second year last year of training camp, like a Ulysses Gilbert, right. who didn't have a preseason last year that would have helped him tremendously. You know, I, I asked Eddie Faulkner that about Anthony McFarlane because I really thought so. Anthony McFarlane last year was hurt by the lack of a preseason, preseason games. And he said, absolutely, because as a coaching staff, he, a, first of all, he didn't get to have a preseason to see what it's like to run against an NFL defense for real in the preseason. And secondly, we as a coaching staff didn't get a chance to see what he could do on special teams. Uh, you know, you don't get a chance to see how he how he holds up in, in pass protection. And those are the two main things that get you a helmet as a, a backup running back on game days. Can you can you cover? Do you, can you do any coverage on special teams? And can you pass block, or can you? Or you know, if we put you out there, you're going to get our quarterback killed. So, you know, without that in the preseason, you saw it across the league. All the young running backs struggled last year to get on the mm-hmm. field right away. Mm-hmm. They all did across the board. So, you know, I, I think the preseason games this year are more important than they've ever been because there wasn't one last year. Right. So you're going to see you're going to see guys like a Ulysses Gilbert, like a Antoine Brooks, uh, you know, Cassius Marsh, guys like that who are who are trying to win some of those roles. Um they're going to get opportunities to do so, and if they, if they do it, great. If they don't, the Steelers will find some guys who can. they will be guys cut loose on, for the last cuts who can come in and help your football team. And so I, I don't know that there's any kind of rush mm-hmm. to go out. You know, you're not trying to find starters here. You're trying to find backups, key right. backup, key pieces. They found guys like that in the past. That's how they got guys like Alejandro Villanueva mm-hmm. in the final cuts. I've seen it a hundred times where they've they've waited and, and sifted through what everybody else has released. You know, there's some teams that have good depth at some positions. The Steelers have pretty good, if you look at it, good depth on their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't have the star power that they had before, but I guarantee you, when they ha- when they start cutting guys, offensive linemen, mm-hmm. and we've seen this in the past teams are looking to sign their offensive lineman. Yep. You know, a, a guy like a guy like coward who they signed from the bears. Mm-hmm. Does he make this roster? I don't know. But if he, if he would happen to be available, I know that there would be interest in him around the league. Um, you know, so there's, there's always the potential for that. And you could see some, you know, training camp trades, uh, that kind of nature, you know, Hey, we got an extra defensive back here. You got an extra running back. Why don't we make a deal? Things like that.
0: Right. And, and, And again, this is also, like you said, when you're waiting and you're being patient, you're also waiting because you don't know what pops up for you in training camp you know you don't know who shows There'll up there could be injuries it, 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 you know? it could it could be injuries there could be a surprise player that you thought that was better than you thought at one at, at any position and maybe sometimes not even the position that you were hoping for but still then you get another asset there and you're like okay well what can we do with that move, moving forward uh you know and another thing to prove to you know, for, for some of these young players they want to prove that they're pieces keith butler talked about you know with buddy johnson he was like listen we you know we're excited for buddy but He's got to get used to the NFL speed, and if he wants to make this team, he's got to pr- prove it to Danny Smith. And he named Danny Smith by name. He was like, he's like, listen, if if Danny, he's got to he's got to make sure he's good with him, um, before he starts getting more looks on, you know, on on defense.
1: Right. That's the only way you get a hat on game day if exactly. you're a backup. If exactly. you can't play special teams, you're not going to be active on game day. And if you're not active on game day, you're no you're of no use to Keith Butler. Right. If you're not going to be one of the the you know, 48 guys active on game day. And now that's all of a sudden, you know, now you're just an, another guy who's who's a practice player. You might as well be on the practice squad.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's where Cassius Marsh and Quincy Rocher are going to need to really prove themselves. On top of being, you know, you know, helpful and assets to the defense as spell guides. And another thing I thought was interesting, you know, he talked about managing T.J. Watt better and not. Putting TJ Watt in a situation where he's burnt out at the wrong times of the game. He called it uh, "nut cutting" time when it comes to like the, the the fourth quarter when you know the pressure's on and, and some of the more decisive moments happen. And he's like he's like, you got it. You want to have TJ ready for that, but you know to do that, you need to have people that are gonna come on that are gonna come on the field, take snaps away from him, let let him get let him get a breather, and then be back ready to go with fresher legs later in the game. That takes so there's one snaps- other way
1: to do that too, Chris. Mm -hmm. run the football better yes take five to ten take five to ten snaps off your defense has played every game Mm -hmm. by running the football better Mm -hmm. and when you run the
0: football better it's what cam hayward said he's like hey i was excited to get a running back because it meant less time for us to be on the field
1: that's what i mean conceivably that's that that's something that, that could certainly be a factor you know if Najee harris is effective it makes that defense more effective because it has to play fewer snaps Right. Um, That's why that's why, uh, you know, the people who are who the analytics people who say, well, running backs don't matter. They don't matter unless you don't have one.
0: Right. (laughs) If you don't have a running back, they
1: matter a lot.
0: Exactly. You know, and, and and yes, there are teams with with great running backs talented running backs that don't do anything with them, but that doesn't mean that that, that, that position is useless because there's plenty of teams with great receivers that don't do it. the player Nobody cri-
1: nobody criticized the Chiefs last year when they took Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first no, round. Nope. Nobody.
0: And many people thought it was an ingenious move.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now all of a sudden the Steelers do it, and it's just, it's just a mistake. Nobody's exactly. criticizing the Jaguars for taking a running back in the first round.
0: Mm-hmm. Even though they literally took it the pick after the Steelers
1: picked. Yeah, I, I, you know, I just think that there's, there, are, there are no set rules when it comes to the draft. If the player is going to help you, then you take him. If he's, better, if he's better than what you have, you take him, because that's the whole idea is to improve your team. It goes back to the same thing we're talking about here with, with signing some guys, uh, some outside free agents. If they help your team make your team better, even if it's just the, your number three outside linebacker, then you got to make that move. You have to make that move because everybody is replaceable unless you're, you know, unless you're a guy who is a star or a starter, um, you're always, and even starters, you're going to be looking to upgrade that. If it's, if, if the potential you know, comes, comes, it uh, happens, you know, the Steelers, did they, did they absolutely need Joe Hayden a few years ago? Eh, you know, you could make the argument. Yeah, they really needed him. Um, but you could also make the the argument that that was a pretty good luxury pickup. You know, um, at that point, you know, yes, because it upgraded your cornerback position, Mm cost you a little more money, but you seriously upgraded your cornerback position. If that opportunity arises, it's one of these other positions, then you do it. It, You do it because it makes your football team better. You take a Najee Harris because it makes your football team better. The rest of it be damned. How do you make your football team better? That's the only thing that matters.
0: Exactly. And and that's what. That's what that's what Keith Butler because he he also didn't say oh yeah they're definitely going out and just getting a guy at edge. He talked about how he's like hey we're gonna see what what, the, what these guys have. How does Cassius March com- contribute on special teams? How does Quincy Rochet contribute on special teams? Finding finding the talent to put on your roster to make it make it better. It's not as easy as it sounds, but the Steelers have been pretty good at that on defense, maintaining the 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 top the top in NFL sacks for what four straight years now. Yes. I mean, never been done before. Never, be, three had never been done before, and here they are with with four straight years. Um, clearly, they're doing something right in that department, which is why I, I would especially trust them there on that. But you know, again, Dale, just final thoughts here before before we wrap things up. I, I, you know, we talked about Matt Canada. We talked about you know not you know not hyping up the wrong things with with him and and looking at, but with Keith but Keith Butler. You know, I, I still see people like, you know, when I when I was tweeting out what he was saying live and people saying, oh, man, he's the worst defensive coordinator ever. And I'm like, like, how how his defense has has been one of the best the past few years. And it, it was what we said for a while. I was like, hey, they just need, need need to have some X factors on their defense. They got a few and now they're playing really well. And last year, they didn't even have the, the guy who they traded up to draft or tra- it, so that they could get Devin Bush who I think really could put this defense all together.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think there's, there's an opportunity here. It's the, it's the next wave. I mean, if you think that the Steelers know what they're doing drafting players and by and large, they, they surely seem to to have done so. Then you have to trust the decision-making here. Um, You know, they think that yes, Cam Sutton's ready. Yes. Alex Highsmith is ready. Uh, Are they finished products yet? No, no. But, I mean, they, you know, they're going to get better, and they're going to get better with time. And, you know, again, if, it, if the offense holds up its end of the, of the, the bargain here, um, you know, you've got a top five defense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if the offense is, is even middle of the pack, you've got a pretty good football team.
0: Exactly. And that's what we think the Steelers could be. If they're able to stay on the right track this year, we'll keep you covered with that all on dkpittsburghsports.com. Be sure to keep reading our work. If you're not already, get on it, subscribe to it, dkpittsburghsports.com. We also have a Father's Day special that's going on right now. Um, so go check out our website, get a and get a special discount on our subscription. You can get it for yourself, get it for your, get it for Father's Day for your dad or a loved one, get it for a gra- for the graduate in your family to so give them the, be- the the gift of the best Pittsburgh sports coverage that's out there. All of that right there, but you can always get this podcast and everything else on our podcast platforms for free on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are hosted. Remember, rate five stars here on dkpittsburghsports.com, It it doesn't just help us out; it helps day on out. It helps the baseball guy out it helps the hockey hockey people out it helps all of us as a group so thanks to all those who have supported us stay tuned we got a lot more coming your way on dkpittsburghsports.com.